what's up george what's going on on the morning brew in the morning brew today we are going to be talking about a few things we got something on wesley snipes alf obi-wan kenobi miss marvel giving flowers there's a lot to talk about we should get started bro you don't bring me flowers anymore do it Yo, what up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew. We are coming to you live, live, and uncut today. Yo, we got a lot to talk about today, man. We're going to be talking about your man, Wesley. What's up with Wesley, man? Wesley Snipes. Alf, your boy. Alf. Hey, Willie. Hey, Willie. You know, they're bringing that guy back. Little Obi-Wan Kenobi. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers, because I didn't see episode six. Episode, yeah. We're not spoiling anything for anyone. Um, we're just going to be talking a little bit about it. Miss Marvel, again, no spoilers because yeah. Sam's a little late to the party in episode three. So no spoilers on that. Sam's been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam's been working. Um, and uh, But we are going to be also talking about um, giving flowers. And we'll That's explain right. that. We'll explain that in a little bit, in a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, hey, hey, if you guys haven't done so yet, please uh, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. You know, give us a like, thumbs up. I know there's a few people already watching, so you know, just roll call, sound out who's out there watching. Say hello. And, hello. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's Thursday morning, dog. Weekend's coming. You it's know, a beautiful morning, bro. Oh, it's well, it's cloudy. Yeah, weekend is coming. It's gonna be ninety degrees here in New York this weekend, bro. Ninety degrees in New York. I'll tell you what degrees is gonna be out here. This is this is this is. It is so. Let's see. All right. So, uh, so tomorrow's going to be 102. Saturday, yeah. 102. Yo, this is why it is so hot here mm. that, um, that the um, desert nomads is like, hell no, we'll stay where we are. <laughs> like, forget yeah. Texas heat. Texas wow. heat. Is like, I think we are the, 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 bar- the, the meat on the barbecue. It's crazy. It is, oh, it is. Boy. My dogs, Woo. they, start, my dogs start panting for air before I even open the door. They see me go to the door like, <laughs> they're preparing themselves mentally for the heat. It's crazy. Oh, that heat is no joke. My, my family's out on the West Coast in California, bro. A hundred and something degrees out there every day. It's like, it's Yo. insane, the weather, man. I, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. That's that, that's like my hesitation. Actually, right now, it's 72 degrees. So they're, they're, they're enjoying a nice 72 degrees out there right now. Right but now, the high is going to be one right one yeah, today's yeah. gonna be hundred. It's it's eighty three right now. <laughs> Triple digits, dog. That's I wake up at seven a.m. to eighty three degrees. Yo, that's some that's some oh stuff. Oh my god! So, and my wife doesn't understand why. You know, at night I have a nice and cool. You know, it's like you know, I want to be cool because oh. when the day comes, you know, those those ACs are on overdrive. Yeah, but okay. So how does it get at night though? Like it's it's hot the whole day. Does it get so cooler it at night off, because it, it's so dry? It, it peaks at five p.m. So the okay. hottest gets to by 5 p.m. Then it starts going downward. Um, and then um, by um, 
I think it's not until like right 9 p.m. where it starts cooling off, tapering off a little bit. And cooling off is probably by like, it went from like 100 to 80. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then usually by midnight, about it goes to about 70, 70 degrees, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's usually, it's, it's a slow build. So it starts off in the 80s, gets up to whatever the peak is going to be by 5 p.m. So you think, you know, you know, you know how people, they go to the beach and they're like, you know what, you know, by like three o'clock, they're out. You know, because that's not the hottest, you know, in, 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 in the, the East Coast, that's probably the peak of the heat. But over here, it's just a slow build. Yeah, man. Chris is in the house. She's saying I'm weak. And I know why she's saying that. She lives in Florida currently. Right. And she's yeah. been telling me, oh, Yo, you should come down to Florida. Nah, bro. Can't do Florida. <laughs> Can't do Florida. Sorry. Sorry. Can't do that. You know, Fl- Florida is weird because it rains whenever it wants. You know, mm-hmm. especially like in Miami, in the like in the Miami area. I remember being out there for like when I used to work at the uh, at that um, at that small uh, publishing company I used to work for, the, mm-hmm. the advertising agency. And dude, it would rain. Stop. You could cross the street. It could be raining across the street from where you're standing. It's like the weirdest thing out there. I'm oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not I'll, going out there, bro. I remember I was in the fifth, sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. It was the first time I witnessed witnessed this phenomena. Right. So me and my friends, we were Richmond Hill Queens and we're walking to Jamaica Queens. Right. And um, so it was me, my friend, Angel, my friend Raymond. And we're walking and we see it's it's cloudy up in front of us, like the, down the block. Like it's like, you know, it's like, why does that block look so gray? And and but we're in the sun. And as we get closer and closer, we're standing right in front of where it's raining a foot off of it. It's raining on uh, from that side all the way on down. It was the weird. We were like, yo, is this a UFO? What's going bro, on? <laughs> you it's know? no joke. When it gets like that, it, it, it it's nuts, bro. It 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 is nuts. But uh, I went to visit you in Naples. It wasn't bad at all. Yes, you did. I remember Naples. Yeah, Naples is nice. Naples is nice. It's, they got nice sunsets in Naples. Stop looking right. at it's my Naples. The, it's on the waist. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, speaking of that, speaking of nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to segue into this. You have the image that you did yesterday. For those who don't know, um, Sam does, obviously, if you follow the channel, you know Sam does some drawings for, uh, you know, dive drawings on the channel. And yesterday you were drawing, was it yesterday you were drawing duties? Yes. Duty in my Ninja toilet? Turtle? So, yeah, yeah, it's a Ninja Turtle. Pop that bad boy up. Bam. Bam. Yes, so let's do this, is, this is what we're getting. Talk about nipples. Why couldn't we hide duties derriere? What, 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 because, why is it exposed? Because he's he is not hidden in the comic book. That's how he does. That's how he rolls. That's how, dude, yo, duty is This is how we do it. Duty don't care. Duty don't care. No, duty man. Care. <laughs> duty speaking, does. Of, speaking of duty, Sam, what, what doesn't Sam have a campaign or something? Let's talk a little yes. bit about the campaign. That's right. That's right. Uh, have you pledged today? Yeah, so that we're down to the last six and a half days. It's crazy. Mm. Down, down to the last six and a half days of the campaign. So I decided to sweeten the pot because it's been stale. It's been stale. And I've been busy. Um, and the, the you know there's been a, a slow movement on it. So I decided to throw this in. Bang. If we get if we get to uh 75 backers or 3k, whichever comes first, everybody will get this premium um limited edition duty pilgrim card. Uh so I'm throwing that in the pot. Uh and uh, so, again, really, if you have neighbors with kids, your family and friends, please recommend it. Share the link out there. Let them know uh, about this. It's fun. It's amazing. Um, you know, and so and duty. Basically, if you're if you're an art 
um, enthusiast and you like to see live drawers, you know, you can join me every day. Um, you know, his Viking duty that I did, um, this duty as Hellboy um, on one of the live streams. Today in the live stream, I had to recommend from one of the viewers to do duty as Spawn. So today I'll be doing a Spawn duty on the live stream. Um, but again, <clears throat> the, the, the campaign ends on the 30th. I will be live um, for the campaign uh, to close it out. If you're a podcaster or independent creator and you want to promote your business, your comic, your Kickstarter, pledge and get the podcasting bundle. It's called the podcasting bundle because you get four ads on Cast the Craze to promote your campaign. You can say, look, I want I want this bundle. Can you run my ads on this month? Because that's when I'm running my campaign and you'll get it. You know, you provide a 30 second commercial um, and we'll plug you on all our social media feeds every time we have you as the sponsor for that specific episode. And uh, you also get the issue two and the trading cards. So this is a savings of $115 because uh, actually more $135 because you're getting the, 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 the card and the book. Um, Cause that monthly bundle is $150 on the website. So again, um, we have three people already have this, this bundle. So take advantage of it where you can. It's only six days left. And uh, yeah, yeah. So again, it's a good book. Um, I've also decided that the next campaign will be in the fall. It will be for the graphic novel. I'm going straight to the collected edition, hardcover and softcover edition. So instead of going to issue three, I'm going straight to the graphic novel. And uh, because I want to have that book in the stores by the end of the year. Um, That's five, five issues, right? It's the graphic it's novel. Five issues plus some bonus art. Wow. Wow, there you go, there you go. And, and and to Sam's point, even if, let's say, for example, maybe you don't have kids or you know, you're not really into kids' books, there is a tier on the campaign to donate books to yes. comic books for kids, where yes. books are sent out to hospitals across the nation uh, for kids who, you know, have cancer or and things like that. They get the books. So you, I mean, you'll still receive, I think you still receive one, right, Sam? They, they, tell them a little bit about that tier so that I don't mess up what the tier so, is. No, it's an add-on. So you would have to add it on. So um, um, it's not a sync. It's not a actual tier itself. So gotcha. here it is. I'm going to pull up on the screen so you see it. Um, uh, this is the add-on. It's for Comic Book of Kids. It's six copies that will go directly to the organization. Uh, last time I sent 25. Um, and so far, I think we're up to 20. I think on this campaign, um, I have I, I think that's what it is. I love to be able to send more than I did last time. So this is a great opportunity to put some smiles on children's faces that were just given a bum rap. And they are fighting a good fight. And uh, so what a better way than to put some smiles on their faces than with uh, Dudarius Uranius and his derriere. Um, so, yeah, this is a great, great incentive. And um, if you didn't uh, see... From the last one I sent, this was from the president of the comic book for kids. Sam, we received the comics today, had a chance to review it myself and loved it. Heck, I even had fun with the quiz. I can't wait to get these out. The kids are going to love these. So that means a lot um, because uh, you've heard my story. My brother was born with a defective liver. He spent most of his childhood in the hospital. Um, and he was the recipient of charity, don you know, charitable donations. Um, like toys and, and dolls and art supplies, which helped him um, get through um, the experience that he was going through at the time. So, um, yeah, so that's that's that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then just uh, on the other side of, uh, of Kickstarter, because we're going to be talking a little bit more about Kickstarter, but so on my Kickstarter, for those who pledge to the Adventures of Wonder Duck, 
I am starting to get stuff in. So I got the graphic novels have come in. My packaging supplies are in. I actually yesterday I just got one of the uh, one of the stretch goal prints that I offered came in yesterday. They look freaking phenomenal. So I can't wait to start sending that stuff out. So as stuff starts coming in, I will be sending it out to you guys. So be ready for that. Make sure you fill out those surveys that I've sent out so that I know where to send the stuff. And um, and I, I'm actually getting ready to send out the uh, my, the comic book for kids that we did on, on our campaign to uh, the, the organization. So for those who did pledge to that tier, thank you very much. You will be getting um, your books also from that tier. So, you know, part of the whole thing on that tier was that you get to choose which cover you wanted. If you have that serve telling me which cover you want, fill it out so I can so I can know which one I should be sending you. But the books are going to be sent out to comic book for kids within the next couple of, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to put the order in and then they'll send it out directly to them. So Mark Wise will be in contact with me as well. So yeah. Justice for justice Juicy. For, justice <laughs> Her justice. But that's what's going on with the Adventures of Wonder Duck. So thank you very much for everyone who pledged to the campaign. I can't wait to show you guys next year what's what's coming up with that book because I'm getting ready to finish up the uh, the second part of that whole graphic novel. So that'll be That'll be dope. That'll be dope. But speaking of of, of, um, of campaigns and Kickstarters and you know big money, bro, Wesley Snipes is killing it on a Kickstarter right now. Yeah, that boy, that boy is he's he's in beast mode. Um, Mr. Snipes, what's up, Wesley? Uh, so yeah, so he's got his he's got the exile. <laughs> you remember that uh, JB Fox? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, Hundred of Fate. Uh, it's uh, Wesley Snipes returns to comics with a 140 page balls to the wall sci fi noir graphic novel. He's got $93,000 and 31 days to go. You know, 638 backers. You these celebrities, bro, they're taking over everything. There's no game that doesn't show some sort of profit profitability that the, the celebrities are not taking advantage of. And here he goes. It looks good. Um, I was looking at the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 it does look good. I mean, look at that cover, it's pretty sweet. Um, who's doing these? The artist name is I just started following the artist. I'm actually going to send him an invite for the show. Um, uh, oh, nice, nice. his name is Lawson, I think it is. Um, yeah, that's uh, the last name. Oh, it, it could be, yeah. So, uh, the artist is in there. Um, I the reason I ran into the artist that's how I realized this was live because on TikTok, the artist was like, I can't believe I'm the artist on the Wesley Snipes book, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I was like, oh, look at this. So I, I followed him and I and I hit him up. And uh, so we'll see if he responds. I don't know if he's too big now that he doesn't want to come on the little boys, but we'll see. Um, so that 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 piece looks dope. I like that little, that um, that's a good sticker piece right there. Um, you know, I, uh, the, I mean, it just looks, look at that page, bro. I mean, the coloring is dope. Um, you know, the action sequences are dope. Uh, that one is dope. That reminds me of, um, was it Sin City? Yeah, it does have a Sin City look. Right? It has that, that feel to I mean, it. Yeah, like the style of artwork you're saying. Not yeah, just that whole look. Um, I mean, but look at that. I mean, I love the neon signs. I love the coloring scheme. Um, it looks it's it's pretty good. sweet. Yeah, yeah. So they, I mean, they, I mean, if you, I mean, the, the goal was 20,000. That looks like a variant cover by by Preston. I'll, I don't know, whatever it is. But um, that actually looks like an artist that would have done Garbage Pill Kids. Uh, yeah, the way, well, right? The way that style? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, 
as another variant cover or whatever that is in the black and white edition. So, yeah, yeah. So, Wesley Sag is on there. He's doing it. Adam Lawson is running the campaign. He's got 600. Yesterday when I saw it, it was in the 70s. So, um, yeah. So, he got he got over $20,000 in one day. So, hey, he's yeah, doing man. his hey, thing. You can't go wrong with Leslie Snipes, you know. That's Wesley. That's Wesley. Yeah. I saw him. We're not huh? getting paid for this, guys. This isn't a. This isn't. We should. We should be getting paid for this. We should be getting paid for for giving him this shine. Um, yeah, no. but we're not. But it looks it does look dope, bro. I like it. It does look good. I saw Wesley Snipes um, promoting it. Um, he's lost a lot of weight. He's got really thin. And it's it's you know you you you. When I think Wesley Snipes, I think the 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 muscular action adventure hero. I think Blade. You know, is like this guy just kicking everybody's butt. And then when I saw him, I was like, man, you know, you know we. The one thing we can't escape is father time, you know. And uh, it was just, it was just, it was shocking to see. I was like, oh man, because I, I haven't seen him in a minute, you know. And um, uh, but yeah, so good for you, Wesley. Yeah. Do your thing because I know he had some tax evasion issues and all this other crazy stuff. That, uh, um, but uh, hey, Wesley's sixty years old. He's sixty years old. Sixty. So. Yeah, he's sixty. Yo, I'm gonna be taking protein shakes all the way through, bro, because I don't want to lose that much weight. That's crazy. Um, well, usually you don't lose weight when you get older, though. That's the thing. You get a little chunkier when you get older. So that's that's interesting. I hope he's okay, man. I hope he's okay. I do but too. Yeah. yeah. Well, what was the last movie I saw him in? He was in a uh man, what was it? Was it coming to him? No. I, no, I, I seen, he was I seen he him was in a made for TV movie. I think it was on Netflix or uh it was pretty good. I forgot the name of it. Actually, coming to America too. That's that's where I think I saw him last. But yeah, he may, he may have some some stuff that he was doing. He's got a book called I mean a thing called True Story. Seven True Story. Paper Empire. So that's interesting. But yeah, man, Wes Wesley Snipes. Yo, dude, that he's old school though, man. I remember, yeah, like you said, Blade, Blade back in the days, and you know, white man can't jump. He was my man in White Man Can't Jump. Oh, love yes. Love them. Yes. Woody Harrelson, man. That was that second movie they did together. They, they did, um, was it? The Train Money movie Train. with Money Train. Train. That was a good with, one. Uh, with Jennifer Lopez. With J -Lo. Yeah, J-Lo. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. White Man Can't Jump back in the day. Right? Yo, yo, but, but speaking of back in the days, Sam, back in the days, you were a big fan of this show back in the days. Oh man! Center center out of space, cause there ain't no one like you with them a Mac in your race. T H said the scooters make a switch. You're the only one that can scratch our itch. Gordon, Gordon, put us in stitches. There ain't no one like you in this place. You don't remember that? Yeah. <laughs> let's, get, let's get it up. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh shout is releasing the uh, original animated series of uh, alf um in july so uh shout factory announces that alf the animated series and alf tales will make their streaming debut when they arrive on the platform in july guess who has front row seats me that's who so, so wait it's shout what is that i mean maybe uh what the shout is a network they're the ones who got the they so uh alf license expired they bought the license for um network they bought the license for it so they started streaming the alf tv series and they did a weekend marathon which is the one i watched and um and you can go on um shout tv website and you can watch them online too the episodes of alf 
so they they just announced that they're going to be releasing the animated series, which is dope. You know, it's like it's all you know. Everybody knows, you know. I put that out in the universe. It's like, yo, just give me Alpha and I'll be a happy man. And that's what they're doing. So I'm like, thank you, universe. Alpha's out there. Alpha's out there. Yo, if you look at any of my high school books, uh, when I was in high school, or any of my loose leaf books, every other page had an Alpha rendition. What what was it? What is it about this aardvark looking character that you like so much? (laughs) What what is it about? Everything. Everything. His humor. Um, you know, uh, his, his quick responses, his look, I love the design. I loved everything about Alpha. Interesting. Yeah. So for the young, youngins out there who maybe never heard of this freaking Alpha character. So Alpha is an acronym, right? Alien life form. That's what the, that's what the, the name for. And this is about this little alien creature who comes to earth, right? Ends up living in somebody's, he ends up living in a, with a family. Willie was the father, right? Hey, Willie! Yeah, and, and and he he has an affinity for cats. Alf likes to eat cats, and they have a cat in the house, right? So like that's the constant joke uh, on the thing. But what was the show about? Because I listen, I I watched it sporadically. I wasn't a like a huge fan of it. I liked it. I mean, Alf was cool. But what was the what was the premise of the show? Like, what was it? Was it that just what I said? This guy comes in. No, it was it was about adjusting to another species, right? Him. The goal was him really trying to get back home. Um, but what but in the in the meantime it was him adjusting to the family dynamics um they they adjusting to him and his healthy appetite and and his lack of regard to um structure family structure and uh rules and because he was when you think about it he was like a kid um exploring he's on this new planet he's in this house um and you know he's trying to figure everything out then you got the neighbor they're trying to hide him from the neighbors and the family and you know all this other stuff they had all these um you know outside influences coming in to play whether it's the government agency whether it's the nosy neighbor you know when when alf left the house and he went to he ended up in the um a retirement home and because he wanted to meet this celebrity uh, that he was a big fan of and she was just a jerk and then he wound up winning her over with his charm and oh yeah and so there's a there was a lot of things to alf um and you couldn't help but fall in love with the character because you got to put yourself in his position what happens if i ended up on a planet and i'm stuck with these people that i don't know you know what i'm saying it's like uh, said, what if i end up in this planet <laughs> you know what i mean and you know it's like you, get home to get home. you know what's up about and uh, so yeah, yeah. So that's what Alpha is about. It's just, it's just what, what would you do in this scenario, and how would you adapt and overcome? So according to uh, Murray Chapman on on IMDb, so basically the plot, right? The Tanner family is an average American family. One day they discover that they have a visitor. He's small, he's flurry, he's furry, he's arrogant, and he's an alien from the planet Malmac. Unsure Malmac, what yeah. to do, they name him Alf, alien life form. Al soon decides that as much as he misses his home planet, there's a lot to be said for Earth. The Tanners are willing to concede anything as long as he doesn't announce his presence. Oh, yeah. The Tanners also have a cat, which looks rather tasty. Uh, His real name is Gordon Shumway. Uh, who, the guy who played? Um, Alf. Alf. Oh, Alf. Yeah. That's his real name. Oh, Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, <laughs> why did they give him that name? That's funny, Gordon. Well, the cartoon just says Gordon set us into outer space because they ain't the one like you in the Mamakian race. Yeah. Um, uh, 
you know it's uh even the cartoon even the cartoon just had like a, a really cool you know lively rhythm to it yeah um the yeah. theme song yeah, no, it was good. It ran for like what four seasons, something eighty six to ninety or something like that. It ran. Yeah, it was it was dope. Like, not the cartoon, but the the, uh, the actual show. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it it was a fun show, man. Like this, uh, the the uh, you know, Alf. It, it was just it was different. It it was it was. Very, I look forward different. to it every week. You know, that was one show that we didn't miss as a family. Um, you know, my mom watched it too. We 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 enjoyed it. It was just fun, wholesome slapstick humor. Um, it's dope. You know, I think, yeah, they were talking about if they did a remake, you know, the only one that's not around is the father. Um, yeah, everybody else, yeah, you know, yeah. so. Uh, that that, that uh, sucks, though, because Willie was the guy, you know what I mean? Like, yes, Willie was yeah. the guy. I mean, he, 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 Willie reminded me of, um, oh, I forget the name of the character, Garfield in Garfield, the father in Garfield. John? What happened to your eyes? You look possessed. Mean? You're oh, frozen. Maybe I froze. <laughs> so uh yeah yeah so it really reminded me of that character from uh, on garfield um in a sense where he's just this good dad um trying to keep the household together and dealing with this strange phenomena yeah well listen let, let, let's keep it in space let's keep it in space and let's talk a yeah, let's, let's keep it in space and let's talk a little bit about Obi Wan Kenobi, dog. Without talking about the last episode, without spoilers, no, no, I, no season I finale. Last night I was working late. Yeah, no season finales. All right, yes. but I was, I was, I was on Looper. I was on Looper.com this morning, and I was like just browsing through the website, and they had the six best and six worst things about the show. So I figured let, let, let's see if we agree with their assessments. Okay. Uh-oh. Best thing about the show number one, Ewan McGregor. Ewan, Ewan, Ewan. I never pronounced his name correctly, but McGregor. Yeah. I agree. I think he is one of the best things about the show. His acting is phenomenal, dude. I I I, I like him as Obi. And I think he's he, the lore. He, yeah. He owns, I think he owns the character. Like he really is the man. You know what I mean? Now, I know that there've been a lot of complaints about what they've done with the character. They made him look weak, you know, that kind of stuff. But you know, I I think he's one of the one of the good things about the show. Now, right. how do you feel about this one, Sam? Medina, read your message. Why, why do you keep messaging me? I'm live. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? It's time to get live. Live like a warrior. Oh, quiet, on fire. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. The whole thing about about um about what you call it about uh. Elf? Alf, yeah, his planet was destroyed by a nuclear war. I guess you don't want to type this in the thing because it would have taken three days to type. His planet was destroyed by a nuclear war in which he tries to convince the president to stop the nuclear program. He becomes a permanent member of the family, although his culture shock, survivor guilt, general boredom, despair, and loneliness frequently causes difficulty for the, for the tanners. Due to the cultural sensitivity at the time, it was tackled in a comedic way, but oftentimes tackled serious topics. Sounds about right. I didn't know. Was that right? Was his planet destroyed by a nuclear war? I know he was... I don't... That was the movie premise, wasn't that? Oh, I don't know. The, the made-for-TV movie premise? They did a made-for-TV movie? Shit. Yeah, they did a one-shot. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, so that's, that's what she had said. Uh, okay, so let, let's go back to Obi real quick. Worst. Too much filler. Obi well, What do you mean by filler? Okay, so Obi-Wan Kenobi is only six episodes long, and they all fall under an hour. Yet the show spends a big chunk of time on storylines that feel inexplicably like filler. 
This is most egregious in episode four, which consists almost entirely of Tala, Indira Varma, and Obi-Wan's mission to rescue Leia from Fortress Inquis Inquisitorius. On paper, it's a fun idea for an episode. The base's aquatic location makes for a cool escape sequence as the tunnels flood, and there's definitely appeal in the show, a little of the Inquisitor's day-to-day. -day. The problem is that everything that happens in episode four is regurgitation. I said regurgitation. Regurgitation. Obi-Wan rescues <laughs> Leia, which he already did in episode two. He gets surprise help from some Jedi uh, empathizers, just like in episode three. We see how driven Reva is to become the Grand Inquisitor, the same as she is in every other episode. And Obi-Wan himself, who's coming off a violent showdown with Darth Vader in episode three, barely has any development. It's a huge flop, sacrificing what could have been meaningful moments of emotional development for extended repetitive about, um, bout of sneaking around. So there's too much filler. There's just too much filler, is what they're saying. Well, you know. I think what happens is everybody wants everything now, 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 now. And what they're doing is story building, right? They're, they're setting it up, right? And they have stories within a story. And that's truly good storytelling is telling stories from different perspectives and all the, the supporting characters' roles and how they play a part in the big scheme of things. You know, today's audience doesn't have the patience to sit through all that. But go ahead. Yeah. Then they have Best. They like Moses Ingram, the actress who plays Reva. Mm -hmm. Now... I've never seen her in anything else. Like, like I'm, she's done more things, but this is the first, my first introduction to this actress. I don't, I don't like the character the way it was written, and I think that that affects her performance as an actress. Like, where I personally don't think that the writing is is excellent on the show. It's not. I think it's very convenient. A lot of things happen very conveniently. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and it's very you you can tell what's about to happen. Yeah. So, and I don't think, and while he, I, I think Aaron McGregor, he's been acting for a long time. He's done a lot of things or whatever. He can, he can kind of like carry that and he can kind of like do whatever he can with that. I don't, I don't know that Moses, again, I haven't seen her in anything else, but in this particular, um, um, I guess series, I didn't, they didn't give her any, anything to flex her act, acting muscles. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that kind of. It was one dimensional. It was a one-dimensional character. It hurt her performance. Yeah. The yeah. fact that the character was written so poorly kind of yeah. affected her performance because I don't think that she was able to flex her acting muscles. And therefore, I don't know that I agree that she's the best thing about, about the show. I think the character and the fact that the character is so like underdeveloped. No, I think she was just now, angry from you know? she was just angry from start to finish. Um, it wasn't until the the episode five where Obi-Wan is talking to her through the door. And you realize that was that was the first time you got to see her, um, you know, her backstory. And I think, you know, I think um, until then she was straight up one dimensional. There was no emotion. There was no highs. There was low. It was just anger, 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 anger. Um, and uh, I think uh, that's where they missed the opportunity to really. For you to empathize with her and and and, and put and and relate to her like somehow like with, like with Miss Marvel. You know, the character's relatable. For you to relate to her and her plight, you needed to understand the driving force. Not later in the game. You want to build the audience to really love the character. It's almost like... Um, like Darth Vader. I think Darth Vader was always a dope character, but he became fire when he said, Luke, I'm your father. That's when you love Darth Vader even more, right? I remember that moment when I was a kid. I was like, oh my gosh, that's his father. Oh, you know, everybody went bonkers, whatever. And you wanted to know more about Darth Vader. You wanted to know his, you know, everything about him. I think that was, um, I think they just, 
one of the things the first the real the, the reason why the original George Lucas three are always going to go down as the best in history is because the storytelling. I think it was the character development, the storytelling, the 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 relationships with the characters, all that stuff. And I think sometimes, you know, to 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 just get things done, they missed a few steps. And I think that's what with her, they missed that. Yeah, my, I, to your point with with Darth, I, I I to me Darth was just the look of the character as he's walking down that corridor, the breathing, the voice. You know, when he grabs that guy, he doesn't even grab him. He just the force makes him choke that guy out. You're like what the hell is this guy like we had never seen anything like that before so that that was his the, the thing and you knew what he was just a bad guy you knew he was a bad guy right but even in the original three darth vader you knew that there was an inner battle because even when with the with uh the emperor right you could see that, that he was torn even well, but, in see that, but I'm, I'm talking about initially when you first when he's first right. introduced you that starts building up Right. The thing I think the thing with Reva, it goes to, to the next thing here, which is which they labeled as sloppy writing. That's one of the worst things about the show. It's very sloppy. I, I call it convenient. And every listen, every story has convenient things that happen within the story because logic goes out the window for storytelling. Understandable. Sometimes you got to move the story along. So certain things kind of take logic takes a backseat sometimes. But I think in this particular story, it's just so egregious. Like the things that they do is like. Okay, Bail Organa, right? Like throughout the, the, the lore of the story, Darth Vader is not supposed to know that he has children, right? Because he's not supposed to know. He's not, you know, that, that's not, that doesn't get revealed until the very end where that line that you just said becomes right. so powerful. Because what? Those are his kids? Oh, that's dope. In this particular story, one of the questions they asked on the thing, which makes it like, I was like, yeah, why? Why does Bail Organa, okay, who's who's the character played by um, Jimmy Smith, who's supposed you know who's supposed to be taking care of, who's the father of, of Leia, why does he send Obi Wan a physical transmission revealing Anakin's children and their locations? Why does he do that? Why would he do that? You know what I mean? Like, why does he send this message? Why? Because she's got to find the transmitter. I and mean, then why is it dropped in the sand like that? Because he, she's got to find a transmission. You know what I mean? At the end of episode four or episode five or whatever. Right. And now we see what happens. It's all for convenience, right? And right. it's like, why? why? Why are we doing this? And so those, those little things like that just don't make any sense, dude. They just don't make any sense. To me, I was like, why did he leave? Why didn't he just kill her? Why did he leave her alive? Darth Vader, you were just betrayed. He's killed people for less things. You know what I mean? You're betrayed. This His introduction into you. this series, he's coming on just snapping necks as he's walking through. Word. And you're not going to kill the person that snuck up behind. And you knew she was going to do that. So you knew her whole plot. You're right. leave her alive, dude? Like, right. That made no sense to me. And the, it's, it's those little things that kind of like, you're like, oh, as much. And you know what's crazy about it? Even though it's got all those things, I still like the show. Mm -hmm. I, and that, it's because the character, it's Obi-Wan, man. Like, he's just the man. I felt like looking at Easter eggs of the saga. Yeah, 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 it, it does. And that's actually... They 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 claim you know best Darth Vader you know they like Darth Vader. Did you like Darth Vader in this show so far? Have you liked them so far? Uh, yeah, yeah 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 I I, I did. I just I I felt um, whenever they had him, they had to have like like these impressive scenes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he just he just and he again anger is the thing. He's angry. She's angry. Everybody's angry. His whole squad is angry. I'm like. 
you know, it's like, uh, all right, we get it. But you know what? That anger is making is, is, is leading to poor judgment, you know, and, 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 and that's why, you know, how many times are these people going to get away from your ass? Excuse yeah. my language. You know, so he's like, really? Right, right. Stop being angry. Focus. Use the force. You know, and, uh, you know, you, you use the force. You knew she was going to come and try to assassinate you, but you can't predict the other stuff. Come on. Yeah, no. Uh, the other, and we only have a few more left. What is that? My case of Darth Vader. Um, so trapped in the past. Um, and simply put, it's hard to give stakes to a story when the main character's fates are all known. Leia, right. Obi-Wan, and Vader all, uh, are all safe from death. And while that isn't necessarily a problem, it was also true in the prequel trilogy, after all. It doesn't help matters. Other than Reva, the new side characters introduced in Obi-Wan don't get much development. Kala, Rogan, which is uh, uh, Ice Cube's son, and Haja are all played well, but they are more symbols of the rebellion as a whole than they are properly developed characters in their own right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Again, it go, and that goes back to me. It goes back to the writing on the story. You know what I mean? And it also goes back to the fact that they're forcing a lot of information into six episodes. Right, you know, they yeah, so they're cramming all this stuff because they want to get you excited. I think what made the Mandalorian so great is that it was a slow build, yeah, right. And 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 there was purpose in everything, you know, and everything. it was a new character, it was yes. a new character. We had never met that character before, so we didn't know what was going to happen to this dude, you know, what right. I mean? And for some reason, that 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 it, they're not picking up on that. You know, you have the secret sauce. Stop acting up. Just use the sauce. You know, you have the secret sauce and you find out that the restaurant across the street, everyone's getting all giddy about their sauce. So you want to go and change your sauce to try to compete. But you already had the sauce that built your brand. Stop acting up. You know, so it's like, oh, who's who's So um, I just think they got to slow down. See, you know, they know what works. Stop. Stop rushing it to the to the to the table and and and, and just and Leia, you know, she's again, they. They should have just put a teenager because that's basically what the character is. She's just because she's not the adolescent that you know you see on on, on camera. She's just freaking Yoda, you know. Like that, what the hell is this? That's actually one of the one of the uh, one of the worst things that they didn't like about about that. And we'll make that one the last. Is that she's not? They're calling her not a real character. So the way they describe right. it is. Uh, for as good as Vivian Lyra Blair, who's the little girl who plays Leia, the character suffers from writing that treats her more like an Easter egg than a person. She's only nine, yet she carries herself with the confidence and discernment of a seasonal general. Obviously, Leia is an impressive person in the Star Wars universe, and the show's writers clearly want to treat both her and Carrie Fisher's legacy with respect. But wouldn't it be more respectful to make young Leia a real character? Um, yeah. And I agree. I agree. And, 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 they, and, they, and they use the example of her in that interrogation room where she never breaks. She's nine years old. And she thinks that the person that she, like, you know, right now, she thinks that Obi's dead. But she never freaking breaks, bro. She never, nine years old, she never breaks. They got, they're about to put her in that machine where they're about to do whatever. The, the little girl never breaks. Like, I get it. You're supposed to suspend disbelief. But come on, dog. She's nine years old. Nine years old, I'd be on the floor catching a tantrum. She's nine years old. <laughs> She's like, no, I would have cried myself to sleep and be like, I know. Like, I it would have been over. Like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not telling you anything. Yes, you are. You're a little girl. You're nine years old, man. All you have to tell me is like, you want to watch Alf? Yes, tell me what I need to know. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you everything. Like, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> it's just not realistic. She's not a real character. You know what I mean? They, they didn't make her a real character. The little girl's good, man. She's good. But they didn't. They didn't really make her uh, a real. She'd be, she'd be a great CIA agent. <laughs> yeah, for real. 
And we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there because there's a few more, yeah. but we can go yeah. on all, all night and we got we got a topic to get to. But real quick, Miss Marvel, yes, no. What do you think, Sam? I love it. Yeah, I like it too. I'm enjoying it. I think it's relatable. I, I recognize all the characters. I recognize the family structure. I recognize all those insecurities. You see all that stuff. Um, you know, and it's funny because I was just at a fan expo and there was thousands of cosplayers, and you can see the the mannerisms and all that stuff. And I can see how exciting she was. She she got just to uh, you know to be Miss Marvel and go to the, the you know go to this event. And kids wanted to sneak out because the parents you know don't don't approve. And all those things. I think they did a great job with this. And and here's a, here here's what they're doing. They're building. They're storytelling. This is the, you got a you got a prototype right here, right? So they're starting it off. You're, you're learning about the character, her family dynamics, her her motivations, her fears, anxieties, all these things. That's that's storytelling. There's the art of storytelling. So that's why I think this one works. Yeah. No, this one definitely definitely works. I, I think. They, they've made her a real character. We're talking about making a real character. Like you said, we were talking about this before before we came on live. Be, her being at that Avenger con, it's exactly what it's like to go to a con. And like they really got into that. I love the way they use the animation in the background. Yeah. Like they're really creating a world where this character can live, you know? Yes. And, and, they're, and they're, you know, the more they're, they're developing characters, you know, Bruno is a cool character, you know, her friend. Her mom and dad, like the dad dressing up like the Hulk, for ready to go with her. To, like really, just fun, you know, just fun stuff that you can really just enjoy. I know that they've been, they've been, um, people have been, you know, they're like, eh, I don't like the fact that they changed their powers. I don't know much about Miss Marvel, so like from a person who's never read a, the comic, I like what I'm seeing on the show now. Had yeah, I, 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 I have no expectations because I don't know right. what the character. I don't know. I, I don't know. know what it is. But the little girl, the actress that plays her, she's incredible. Like, she's really yeah. funny. She's, you know, the cast. The cast is up. The mom. I think something's up with the mom, man. I think she's hiding <laughs> some powers. She's hiding some powers. Yes, because that bracelet. The mom yeah. knows about that bracelet. She probably, she doesn't know that the daughter found it. Yeah, you know, so I know yeah. the mom knows that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I picked yeah, up on that too. I was like, wait, hey, that's a, mom, that's a family mom, heirloom. Did you see how fast she cooked that food up for Bruno? I know. He's like, yo, he's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How'd you get that food prepared so fast? Like, um, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, man. But yo, let, why don't we go? We have a few minutes left. Why don't we go into um our topic for the day today, Dow? Yeah, Make sure you watch topic. episode six. But first, I remind you to subscribe to Cast the Craze Podcast. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies. And you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze. On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze. Join the movement. Catch the Craze. All right, flowers, George. You got my flowers with my flowers. Flores, talk to me, man. So, okay, so Monday, last Monday, a couple Mondays ago, Ugh. you had a topic about flowers, giving flowers to the peoples. Explain that a little bit for those who maybe didn't see that episode on the craze in 10 or less. 
Yeah, so I was watching. It came. It stemmed from the fact that I was watching an episode. Uh, I was watching a documentary with Jim Davis, and he was talking about um, how he was struggling to figure out how to make Garfield stand. It just wasn't working, and uh, because Garfield had small feet and a large frame, and so he was in the same building as Charles Schultz, who and Charles Schultz happened to be next door working on his stuff, and. Um, they ran into each other and, you know, idle chat. And Charles like, how's it going? He's like, everything's fine, except for the fact of this situation. So Charles grabs his artwork, Jim Davis's artwork. He says, I see what your problem is. And he redraws over it. He says, you have to elongate the feet. He says, if you watch Snoopy, when Snoopy's on all fours, his feet are tiny. When he's only on his back two feet, his feet are large. No one's ever picked up on it, but that's the secret that ma- that that really proportionately makes sense so jim davis was like holy crap so he runs back home to his studio on his ranch he goes he gets his entire staff you know licensing agents editors whatever he says from now on everything changes with garfield um and you know he'll have these long feet and he was talking about that one um ad piece of advice from charles schultz changed the dynamics for garfield and that was one pro recognizing another pro um, and, and giving him his flowers. Right. Um, uh, and he's mentioned it every time he was interviewed. Um, so he, it never failed. So then what I realized is that how many times you have people that you admire or who has influenced you in your craft or in your journey. Um, but you never, never took the time, maybe had an opportunity to meet them at a, at an expo, if you're an artist or writer, or whatever it is, never really acknowledged it. And it doesn't have to be that. It could be just anybody that influenced you in life. And then next, you know, they die. And next, you, you're sending flowers to their funeral. How about when they're alive? How about, you know, recognize and say, you know what? Because of you, I, I've made these decisions that's really helped me in my life because of what you've done here, what you said. And I think that's what that, that's what clicked um, with me. Like, I never got a chance to tell Miss Brody in the fifth grade how much she's changed the trajectory of my life. Because until I met her, I couldn't, I, math and me just did not click. And so she took me under her wing and she spent time with me every day. Uh, and at the end of the year, I got one of the highest scores um, on the test. And, and that changed my confidence, my own, my belief in myself. Um, you know, and it's one of those things where you look back at all those people that influenced you and like, damn, I missed that opportunity. I missed that opportunity. And so it was like, why wait? till it's too late. You know, if the person's alive now, give them a call, send them a letter, you know, say, Hey, you know what? I appreciate you because of. Yeah. I I, see. I think that this show is a bouquet of flowers to all the indies that are out there. Every single time we have a a person on the show, whatever (laughs) they do, we're giving them flowers. That's what we're doing. And that's what we all should do. And as a matter of fact, uh, big shout out to Paul Hayden, who's in the in in the chat right now. ASAP Imagination. Big shout out to him. You know, I'm I'm giving his flowers right now. I mean, he Morning, has Jerry. he has incredible Jerry. What's up? He has incredible incredible work that um that he's doing right now with his company, and it, it's worth checking out. You know what I mean? He's very talented. You know, driven all that stuff. And I think that those flowers, I think, mean more to other indies. Because we're brethren, you know what I mean? Like, we need to kind of, you know, get together and just give each other shine rather than try to, you know, 
sink each other. Like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support that guy. No, dude. Like, we should all support each other because I think the guys like, 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 um, like you know, the Todd McFarlands and even you know Stan Lee, rest in peace. They got their flowers. Like, I mean, listen, Stan the man. That's that. That's what they used to call him, Stan the man. Now there are people who don't like Stan because they feel like you know he he did whatever you know with you know all the controversies behind him. But for the most part, he is that guy. Right. And so he gets his flowers. I think the indies within each other, they don't they don't give each other as much as many flowers. Some do, but some don't. And I think we need to kind of stop that. We should all just, you know, give each other the the, the props we need. You know, no, I think you just got to acknowledge it for what it is. Right. So I think um, like for me, I'm a big fan of art. Right. And and that's the biggest that's the first thing that attracts me to any anybody's work. It's it's the visual the artwork, right? The visual, and, yeah. and and I'm a fan of a lot of indie creators out there and the style of art. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, like Bigfoot knows karate. I mean, I yeah, think that that, that art style is just you know I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think what um, I mean, it's funny because when you look at the journey for Casta Craze and you see some of these indie creators when they first were on the show and where they are now, right? You know, the journey and how the growth. There's so many who have excelled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, um, but I think it's just that I think it's just with anybody in life. You know, I think, you know, if you have an opportunity to just recognize somebody who's made a significant impact on you yeah. or influenced your art style, influenced your writing, influenced your decision making, influence your maturity, you know, whatever your perspective, maybe you were just one sided on, on something and somebody helped you see something from another side through conversation, which allowed you to grow and really explore more right and open up your mind to other um forms of thinking give credit to that person say you know what because of that conversation you had i've taken the time now to do xyz which has made me grow intellectually whatever it is um you know it's like i think that's the that's the key in in it all you know it's like just recognize it for what it is um Without any any expectation of anything other than just you just saying, you know, I appreciate you. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent, man. Some of the chat going on. Yeah, Paul's uh Paul, what's Paul saying about the um the English teacher that yeah. gave him a writing assignment and tension and he changed his life? Yeah, yeah, it's little it's little things like that that can do it. And yeah, Jerry's right, man. He draws he draws it with his finger, dude. Dan Price, big shout out to him. No, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I remember when I went to junior high school, so all my friends went to a different junior high school. And I, and so I was a little frustrated that I had to go to a, a different school, right? So I went to a junior high school and I, I had a teacher, Mr. Leventhal. He owned his own bakery. So, um, and he knew I liked to draw, but I was also shy. So I would, he would say, hey, Sam, if you meet me an hour before class every morning and help me unload my car, um, I'll let you draw whatever you want in the class before the class starts. And we'll leave it up for the first 15 minutes of the class so the class can enjoy it. I said, what? So every day I'd meet him and I unload and he'd have um, um, donuts and muffins and and, and and pastries and drinks. And uh, I'd bring it up to the class and he let me pick whatever I want from the pastries. He'd always give to his class, his students. And then I'm on the chalkboard and every day and then the class would come in and go, Ooh, so it helped me build my confidence as, a, as an artist because yeah. of that, you know, I never got to say thank you, Mr. Lemonthal. Yeah. You know, it's, it's those things, you know, those people that make a difference in your life. And, 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 you know, I have regrets because you don't think about it in the moment when you, you know, at, you know, and then how, how meaningful that message may be to somebody. Um, 
especially today where there's so much uncertainty and and everyone's pointing out everyone's flaws rather than recognizing them for their contributions in society and in life. Um, I think it's take take the time to just recognize. Yeah. No, you know, you you never know. You never know. Thank you guys for inspiring me in the art of the hustle, also buying my book. Hey, no problem, Dave. Dave, anytime. Anytime, anytime. brother. And and that's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. It's about, you know, you call we call it flowers here. But yeah, man, you know, this it should all be inspiration. Yeah, everybody should be inspiring each other to do better, be better, uh, work harder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, get get your books out, finish your stuff. Start a project, finish the project. Start a project, finish the project. Don't let it sit in limbo. I know life gets in the way yeah. and things of that nature. Try to fight that as much as you possibly can. If you really love what you're doing here, if this is what you want to do, finish it. Finish your stories. That's yeah. so I can't tell you how, how important it is just to have that finished work. Um, and then and then share it with us. And then, you know, and then we should all just you know, help promote each other, help, help each other out. You know, yeah, I remember uh, I joined an organization, you know, for years I was in the corporate world and for years, um, you know, I held high positions and I, and I, um, you know, when the higher you go, the less, you know, credit you are given because this is just an expectation. You're supposed to deliver results, all of that stuff. Right? So it comes with the territory. But I remember I, I finally found the leader that I was looking for. Right. You know, that, that, that I had envisioned what a true leader would be. And I found that I was reporting to this person, right? This person was like top of the food chain and confidence, um, smart, uh, poised, right? So I remember we, it was, I was a year, it was a year into the company and we're at a meeting with the owners the CEOs and the board of, you know, directors and all that stuff. And they're asking us, you know, going around the room, you know, the, you know everyone who's been a year and under, why are you here? And I got choked up. I said, that man right there. And I, and I started talking about him and his influence on me. And, and the reason why um, I was so excited to come to work every day and lead the team, and no matter what they threw at me, I took it and I ran with it because of his confidence in me, because of his leadership style. And I felt, because I knew that I wanted to be able to give him his flowers and probably he's never heard it. And, and, and I needed to get it off my chest. And I needed him to understand that, yo, I'll walk through walls for you. And for, I think it's important, you know, forget about circumstances. If you feel it, if you think it, get it out, say it. Yeah. That's it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, you know, don't, don't, don't skimp on that. Yeah, no, I was good. I saw that Jerry said that uh, he's, uh, he's starting his uh, spinoff book, The Elements, called Planet. Nice. Hey, listen, Jerry, our casa su casa. When you're ready to promote some of that stuff, let us know, you know, hit us up. Word. And uh, and come on the show and talk about it, man. We talk about it. and th and that's what we also want to do is we want to expand that. Yeah, is we want to expand the fact that um, we want to do more shows about your journey, about your your uh, your story, you know, within this indie publishing game. So that's what we want to talk about with you guys a lot on the especially on the live shows. We want to you want people to know who you are and get to know you. We do you know we do our weekly shows obviously. Again, we want to we want to save some of the um, crowdfunding campaigns for those shows. I know it's tough because every you know you guys have every, we all we all do. I mean, Sam's running a campaign <laughs> right now, um, yeah. but we want we want to shine and we want to put a spotlight on. But we also want to put a spotlight on the person behind that book, on the person who created the book. You know? Yeah, we're more fascinated we're about the story. You know I mean? We're fascinated yeah. by that stuff. We love yeah. that stuff. You know, and that's what we were built on. You know, I yeah. think what happened was you know the shutdown happened, and then everybody went to crowdfunding, and then next you know we had. 
hundreds of people just wanted to promote their campaigns on Cast the Craze, and 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 we accommodated that. We were doing four a week, yeah. and then so and then and I was like, wait, we we lost the essence of who we truly are, and uh, so we really want to go back to having a, a deep conversation with the creator about the journey, about the process, um, and that's what we're yeah. going back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be the first I reach out to. My last interview with you guys was hands down one of my favorites. I'm a shy dude, but y'all made me comfortable. Yeah, dude. Hey, man. It's it's a family over here, brother. It's it's just it's just three guys talking. Forget about the fact that we're streaming live and hopefully we're reaching a lot of people. But at the end of the day, it's just three guys here sitting down talking shop. That's all it is. That's all it is. And there's a lot of people out there who may have questions about our process and what we do. What you know? What's the best practice? You know? How do I do that? Sam, your your shows where you're 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 drawing live you know there may be certain you know things that you do that like oh i could be i can be doing i can use that oh that's a good way to do that so that's what this is all about man it's about learning and it's about you know helping each other teach you know helping each other learn some of the things that maybe we, we're stuck on something sometimes you're as a writer you're like damn i'm stuck on an idea oh that but that person does this oh he writes notes in there and he, that's how he developed that story it helps i think you know we're just here to help each other out but uh but yeah the, the flowers man give each other flowers don't be yeah, shy, man. huh? Don't be shy. Bring them. Don't Bring be them. shy, man. You know, show your vulnerability, man. You know, be human. I think that's the biggest thing. Be human. You know, I think everyone uh, it, we forget that we all have feelings and we all have anxieties and fears. Am I good enough? You know, you know, do I fit in? You know, you know what? And I think when you get that that form of recognition, um, it helps with your self review of your, your 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 journey right and in and in that process you're making decisions on well i just i was just validated for this work that i i've been struggling mentally with not, not knowing if i was good enough or whatever and that really helped me you know so you never know what a person's going through and and, and the good you know just true. true words of encouragement or recognition go a long way well and, and it doesn't listen and it all, all doesn't have to be a tap on the back it could also be like hey that looks good but have you tried doing this maybe you should try doing that in a positive way because you can deliver you know i'm going to say negative messages in a positive way you can tell somebody maybe they're doing that incorrectly this works better in a positive way it doesn't have to be yo that's trash you don't know what you're doing. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be that. You know what I mean? No, it, 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 it goes back to, it goes back to, um, um, cause that happens all the time. Right. You know, uh, I go back to when I was working in corporate, somebody would come into my office and, 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 and say, you know, I'm really struggling with this, this and that. And I was like, well, what, what is it that's you're struggling with and whatever. And I always use the dry erase board and the dry erase board is like, well, put it up on the board. What are you trying to accomplish? You know, what are you working with? Where'd you start and what do you want to finish? And they said, all right, so let's look at it objectively. What do you see there as one of the things that could be impeding? They may, and that's that's my way of saying I see it, but I want to see it, you know, see if they see it. And then we we came to the conclusion that they walk out the office like, oh shit, I got the plan. You know, it's like, and it was just that moment of just conversation without criticizing, but exploration. I said, you can explore with somebody a new way of doing something without it coming off as critical. Right. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it's true. Uh, one sentence can change a day, week, month, or life. Positive Absolutely. words can do so much. Props to you guys. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you, man. And you, hey, listen, keep doing what you're doing, brother. Keep doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, man. You know, I thought I was a hustler. I mean, I see uh, you guys we're, are out there. We're, we're all hustling, there. bro. Yeah, Hustle. we're all doing it. We're all doing yeah. it. And that's what yeah. it's about. That's what it's about. Getting it done. Yeah. Getting it done. But guys, I got to get it done. I got 
I got to go back. A great topic for a show would be the business of side, business side of comics to help indies realize that there is more to this than just creativity. It helps with key perspective and may even help with future moves. Absolutely, it is a business. It's not just comics. It, there, there is a business side to this thing, and we do have to be that business man also. You know, business yes. woman, business person. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, thanks, Chris. What was that, yeah, hey, Show me the money. Um, but yeah, listen, I gotta take care of business. I gotta get back to my taking care of business. I won't be I won't be on the show for a couple of weeks. A few weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be out traveling the world. I'm gonna be out traveling the world. These big bucks, bro. I won't be around. So don't miss me too much, guys. But I will be watching, so make sure. Yeah, you keep, yes. you keep Sammy in line, guys. You gotta keep Sammy in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll still be joining every day. So join me on live stream, and you know, I do have a guest next week, and uh, I, I will be bringing this back. If you guys have topics you like us to cover, just like um, the suggestion made by Krista, just let us know. Put them in the comments, and I will add it to the roster. Um, today on my live drawing stream, I will be drawing um, Spawn Duty as Spawn. Um, it was a recommend from yesterday. Uh, so uh, if you were on my last stream yesterday, um, I did uh, duty as a Ninja Turtle, the Green Turtle. And um, so, uh, yeah, so check me out there. And if you haven't done so already, pledge to the campaigns, send it to a friend or a family, recommend it to anybody who has kids that it's a great way to do so. If you like this episode, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't done so. If you're on the audio streaming platforms, head over to YouTube and give us a thumbs up. Uh, and subscribe if you haven't done so already. So with yeah. that said, I am your host with the most Sam, the crazy man, Vera. Yeah, Jerry, thank you so much for the safe travels uh, yes. uh, comment there. And this is George, the Dreamer Medina. And we appreciate every single one of you. We are out. Yeah.